The Compliance Perspectives podcast is sponsored by Entrax, the contract lifecycle management solution that is exclusively focused on healthcare. Learn more at www.entrax.com. Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletaub from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from the San Francisco Bay Area is Ganesh Krishnan. Ganesh is co-founder and CEO of Anzena, which I learned is Japanese for the word safe. Uh, Ganesh, first, thanks for taking time away from your day to talk to us. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show, Adam. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. And, And the topic we're going to be addressing today is one I think that is one on people's minds a lot, often in the middle of the night, which is the cyber threat landscape. Could you start by giving us a brief overview of of what are the latest cyber threats companies are facing? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, uh, the cyber threats per se, you know, haven't changed a lot, turns out. Um, uh, They do, you know, stuff does get added on. So the obvious things are still continue to happen, uh, like malware, ransomware, spyware. Phishing is a major threat, um, you know, although it's getting more sophisticated and will get more sophisticated uh, with AI and other interactive techniques. Um, there's definitely um, uh, supply chain application security in general. Um, uh, that's definitely a huge threat landscape. Cloud security um, is another uh, threat landscape as, as companies uh, continue to move to the cloud, embrace uh, SaaS applications and things. Um, and, um, you know, one of the other things that doesn't get talked about a lot is, uh, is people, which is um, people, uh, not just bad actors within a given company, but also how people can use good actors within a company to breach the company. And last but not the least, which never gets talk about, talked about, is actually the scalability of the security organization within, the com- within a given company. Um, because, you know, as the, as SaaS and other all of these things that I mentioned are getting embraced more and more. Um, security organizations are extremely stretched thin because of the massively expanding uh, surface area of cybersecurity. Uh, imagine this: it impacts every single thing. It touches every single thing that a, uh, that a company does, and that's that's a, a whole lot of ground to cover. When you, when you have one cybersecurity professional um, uh, for every hundred or maybe even five hundred employees at a given company. And these days, you know, the demand for cyber security professionals is just so high. It's difficult f- filling positions. And, mm-hmm. you know, with companies growing so quickly, it's all the more so. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I do wonder, I mean, organizations have focused on cyber risk for years now. Mm-hmm. Things do change, but a lot stays the same as, as you acknowledge. Mm-hmm. What do you think causes the persistence of the problem? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, one of them, uh, the primary ones is cultural, right? So like organizations generally operate like security is the problem of the security team. Um, and second is, um, you know, the, the general thought process is, you know, technology can solve a lot of uh, most of cybersecurity problems, which is also inaccurate, right? So, so I think there's just a need for a change in mindset that it's a collection of things that will make cybersecurity better. If cybersecurity is going to touch every single thing a company does, you can't just pin it on um, uh, the cybersecurity team, which is one one hundredth at best of the company workforce. Hmm. 
And uh, to that end, I know you're a big advocate for pushing security out to the employees and making them part of the cybersecurity team. You know, we've been training employees on these issues in the past. Um, how is what you propose different from sort of the basic training that employees get on things like phishing? Yeah. So, 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 you know, the way this gets talked about is sort of stepping back. Cybersecurity is generally has three pillars, which is people, process, and technology. And when we talk about people, we talk about, okay, well, how do we, you know, people generally are the weakest link. This is what we talk about in the industry, right? Um, like, um, how do we get them better? The obvious thing is, okay, let's put them through a class, which is what we do. Like, uh, you know, we train people, uh, say once a year, you know, your cybersecurity awareness training when employees are uh, dealing with cyber threats on a daily basis, right? This doesn't work anywhere else. Like, you, you know, I wouldn't expect to be fit if I'm exercising once a year. Right. So obviously that's not going to work. Um, uh, the, the, the second thing is for anything else that we do, we make it punitive. All of the interactions that happen or most of them with cybersecurity teams and the rest of the employees are punitive, which is, oh, I'm trying to fish you. Oh, I'm trying to get you. If we keep doing that, the natural reaction for any human is to run away from the problem. So we actually have a double whammy. One is we are not doing training right. And second, we are making the rest of the employees run away from the problem rather than coming out and helping with cybersecurity, which is really what you need to do, what we need to do to basically make, um, make, this, make this problem better, which is uh, a way to get people better is to get them involved in the issue to begin with, right? So there's this famous Chinese proverb that goes like this, uh, tell me, I'll forget, show me, I'll remember, involve me, and I'll understand. Today, all we do is tell employees, oh, security is important, security is important, they forget. But we have to really have uh, processes, systems that actually involve employees and get them to understand and actually positively contribute towards making cybersecurity better. And that's when you can change the outcome, not just by merely training them. Do you have some examples of what sh companies should be doing to involve employees more? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, one is sort of, um, make a lot of the uh, like democratize uh, cybersecurity more right so cybersecurity is generally hush hush oh it's within four walls we can't talk about it no you have to talk about it a lot lot more almost make it like a water cooler issue um, and you know you have to contextualize issues uh, you have to find those learning moments teaching moments for employees where they can actually understand in the context of their job right so it's not just some generic training says uh, for example, uh, says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, how do I share documents safely or information safely? You know, I might get that once a year and I might not even remember. But if there was something that when I did share a document that had a problem, reached out to me saying, hey, Ganesh, you did this. Uh, this here's a better way of um, uh, doing this. Um, and by, uh, uh, by the way, and, and here is more contextual information on how to do it. Um, and, you know, we, we and, and, and not make it punitive, which is really important, right? Not to tell me that I did something completely wrong, but that come out to me empathetically and say, hey, teach me at that moment how to make something better. Um, and it's more about empowerment and also about incentives, because frankly, employees are not incentivized to, to do any of this. So if you are going to engage uh, uh, with employees in a more systematic fashion, we have to figure out how to reward them uh, in, in a much, much more um, um, uh, better fashion than what we do today, right? So, um, so and, and also last but not the least, 
stop saying that employees are the weakest link. That's like the worst thing that we can do as cybersecurity hmm. professionals. They are they are the strongest link because without trusting employees, there is no business. And without any business, you know, we're we not talking about cybersecurity, right? So I think we need to change the way we engage, um, uh, provide more uh, contextual, uh, uh, democratize issues, make them more contextual, uh, do not make things punitive and incentivize employees to participate, right? So yeah, I, I have to admit, as you're describing this, you, you really said something there that resonated strongly was the idea that employees tend to hear only when they do something wrong, not when they're, they do something right. And mm -hmm. that does demotivate people a, a lot, which leads to a question of how do we get employees to be motivated themselves to take the extra step and avoid being tricked as, as they so often are? Yeah. So, um, look, I mean, I don't think of, you know, you know, I think you're referring to phishing and things and, you know, yes, you know, you can refer to it as people getting tricked, but it can actually happen to me or, or any cybersecurity expert for that matter. That's why they're called social engineering attack attacks. The way they get you is they, 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 they spur this urgency of the moment when you're maybe doing something else and uh, effectively get you to click on a link. It's not a crime to click on a link, by the way. I do it all the time. I may have clicked on wrong links, uh, but the teaching moment there is not to test people on clicking on links, but other things, which is if I do click on a link and uh, the website that I land on requests my password and user ID, then am I using a password manager, for example, that autofills, if I, if I, if I train myself to use a password manager and I click on a fake site and it doesn't fill my password, then I'm going to be more aware and suspicious, right? That's one thing. So train on the outcome. And the second thing is um, uh, instead of, um, so, so you know, if, if I were to um, um, still click on a link and, you know, the, the, the password manager uh, stuff, and then if let's say even that's okay and I do give up my password or whatnot, do I actually realize that and report it quickly enough to the security team? Because some of the recent attacks that have happened with phishing, employees have been you know, on their feet and reported it within a few minutes, which has actually prevented much, much further damage. So we assess employees on whether they are aware and report, whether they have the mindset and whether they use the right tools to keep them safe, right? Not tell them not to click on links, which makes no sense because it's all over the place, like Slack everywhere, right? So. No, it's definitely difficult not to. I mean, so much of the stuff is integrated within the web. Uh, right. You know, the question gets to be what's benign, what's malicious, and even trying to understand what is or isn't is difficult. Not to mention, as you noted, that the social engineering folks have gotten so good, it's getting harder and harder to tell what's legitimate or not. It's not like a few years ago where everything bad seemed to come with horrible grammar filled with misspellings and begin with a message, hello, dear. Uh, That's right. These days, it looks very real. Well, Ganesh, thank you for sharing these insights and, and warnings and, and encouragement with all of us. Uh, I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletaub from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.